0: Thanks for joining us.
1: This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: This one is called The Plants, take eight.
1: Woo! Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
3: Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh yeah, here we go. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh boy. You know what, Ed? What? The Wicked Witch is dead. Well, thank heavens. The Wicked Witch
2: is Dead with David Nelson. That happens to be the title of today's show. The better you feel, the better life gets. And feeling happy, joyful, and content is our natural state of being. When we're bored, frustrated, concerned, and fearful, it just means we've fallen under the spell of our own distorted thoughts. Love is the antidote. On this episode, Daryl and Ed share wonderful ways to stay awake to our heart's desires and effortlessly move toward them. And during the second segment... Mystic pizza man, David Nelson, shares the recipe for good fortune with today's daily word, which is trust. Ah, Ah. the
3: wicked witch is dead.
2: Oh, my gosh. Great news. And the
3: only place the wicked witch lives is in our head.
2: Yes, I agree. I think we should read this and then do that so that they they understand fully what we mean.
3: Well, and also, you know, it's ironic, Ed. What? We're only two blocks away from... Where the Wicked Witch actually died.
2: That's right. MGM Studios is just two blocks away, folks. That is amazing. So true. So uh, on September 11th in a book called uh, Around the Year with Emmett Fox, he says in a reading entitled Wicked, and it's from a series of readings called Key Words in the Bible, and he says, the word wicked occurs more than 300 times in the Bible. It is one of the most important terms to be found therein. In the Bible, the word wicked really means bewitched or under a spell. The law of being is perfect harmony, and that truth never changes. But man uses his free will to think wrongly, and thus he builds up false conditions around him and then believes them to be real. They look real, and so he forgets that it was he himself who has made them, and, then, and thus he bewitches himself or throws himself under a kind of spell, and of course, as long as he remains bewitched, he has to suffer the consequences. Nevertheless, it is only an illusion or a spell, and it can be broken by turning to God. The only way to break such a spell is to think of God. O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? said Paul, when he heard that some of his students had begun to believe in evil in this way. The wicked flee, where no man pursueth says proverbs twenty eight one let us awaken from the spell under which the whole race lives, and know instead that God is all power, infinite intelligence, and boundless love. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the righteous man his his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, says isaiah fifty five seven and remember so he's saying, those who are under this spell let uh, let go of that way of doing things. And when our mind is not thinking rightly, let us let go of those thoughts and let us return to the law, I'll pick that up, (laughs) the law which is ever-increasing good, not this spell that we had, this negative spell we have going in our head.
3: Yes. Anytime we're feeling bad or starting to fight conditions in our mind, like even if it's something we heard in the news, I have to catch myself and realize that that area is just an area of, of a lack of love within my mind. I'm thinking thoughts right. that are not loving, and the key is to snap out of it as quickly as possible before I really start arguing with those thoughts in my head, like yes. it said, because then, <clears throat> unlike the Bible verse that says, the wicked fleeth when no man pursueth, which yes. means the way to break the spell is to turn towards thinking about what I would really love to happen in this situation. Yes. Rather than the negative outcome that I'm starting to predict in my own mind. And that could be how I'm assuming someone may react to something I'm going to say or not say. Or it could be something as silly as where my car is parked And now all of a sudden, I'm thinking, oh, that might not have been a great place to park it. Right. You know, even though it was a legitimate spot, but I'm just thinking, oh, it might have been under a tree. Right. Or it's a little close to something. Right. And instead of just, no, 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 let's just bring it back to my cars and, you know, under divine protection. Yes. And the situation is under divine order. And what would I really want to happen instead of building up? an argument against something i do not want to happen
2: right because oftentimes what we do is we spend time money and energy trying to solve the problem the wrong problem that doesn't even exist right right, is what we're saying here because what uh i think it's butterworth that we always talk about who said that the first that the real problem to treat is the the level of concern in our head because oftentimes we're projecting All sorts of stuff on the world around us. And if we keep projecting it on it and, and, and believing in those projections and acting on that fear, we tend to encounter it eventually. But if we're willing to wake up from the spell like you're describing and stop focusing on what we don't want and then focus on what we do desire, focus on the solutions rather than our perceived problems. Yes. Then we're getting on this whole different frequency and we're waking up from the nightmare. And, you know, this is... This might just sound like just words, but the thing is when we 've been feeding certain th- patterns of thought for long enough, it really does take um, a level of commitment and like focus you know and like you say discipline, but discipline in the sense of like having to practice going back to the truth again, even when our own surface mind or our own rational mind is so sure that it's right that we're in the, you know that we're in hell, you know that spell feels so real. the way we know that it's not re- really grounded in this absolute reality of God and truth is that it feels terrible when we and it's very draining to live that way. Yes,
3: and <clears throat> and I've narrowed down the word discipline because discipline we've got to remember is not an outside punishment. No, that's not really the etymology of the word. The word is actually the root word is actually disciple, right, and it means to always go in the way of love, to follow the loving leader. right. So in times like this, I, I, I have reduced discipline for myself and my own mind into two words: restraint, meaning restrain from taking this thought, this this pattern of thinking that's making me feel bad, and I know I'm thinking. Right. Unloving thoughts about this situation or this person or this condition or something I'm anticipating and redirect. So it's restraint and redirect towards, I'm going to imagine the best outcome in this situation. Right, right. And that really is, you know, because that may sound like ridiculous to our old way of that's not being realistic, but that is being realistic. Right and often the restraint comes in the form of actually
2: letting go and practicing some form of like meditation so it's not this like willful thing it's this willingness thing yes. it's a willingness to let go of whatever Where you know we're so used to pouring our energy into these fears and doubts and worries, it's a willingness to let go. Because in order to effectively redirect your mind, oh yeah, there needs to be some form of a meditative experience, some form of relaxing and letting go. Because we're the ones holding on to the negative story. So we really, Daryl and I always talk about this on the show: a morning routine where we do some form of meditation inspired reading actually is what we recommend starting with inspired reading which go to darylnett.com there's a reading list you can read from any of the books we read you can order them excuse me we don't get paid for that but the list is there books that we say have the medicine and then some form of meditation where you just relax stop pouring all that energy into this fear down and worry and relax recognize how good the chair feels that you're sitting in how Amazing your the quiet in your house is or wherever you're sitting. Relax, relax, relax until those thoughts that are moving so fast will begin to slow down, and new thoughts will start to bubble up. And then that's where like affirmative prayer comes in, even if it's in the form of an inspired to-do list rather than a fear-based putting out fires and that type of to-do list. This is a to-do list of like co- constructive things that we can do uh, with ourselves, and when we because. Yeah, we have a lot of examples of this. but So that is a big... Because in order to cast aside the dread within, and and proclaim that the wicked witch is dead, the wicked witch is within us. It's these false beliefs that we're believing in. It's, they're, yes, they're we've fallen, within we've, us.
3: We've fallen under a bad spell instead of the gospel. <laughs> yeah, instead of were, the good spell.
2: Right. And well, you were just listening to
3: Reverend Ike That's talking what he about said, that. Yeah. Right?
2: What he, did he say about that?
3: He said... Uh, you know, most of us fall under a spell. We're not even realizing it under our own thoughts or right. even the things we hear on the news. And we start thinking it. And now, all of a sudden, we're under a spell of it's a bad spell. It's a spell of recession. It's a spell of depression. Right. It's a spell of, oh, my goodness, we're and all going to die. Yeah. yeah. And he says, well, that was the whole point of Jesus was to get us under a good spell. You right. know the good spell that's the, re, the that's the true spell the gospel that's what yeah, he you know the true spell when we don't mean true by religious standpoints like this religion isn't true that religion is what i mean by the true spell is he was just saying what all the great mystics were saying is to believe in good is the spell to get under and when you're under that spell only good will be um, evident in your experience. You know, Ed and I experienced something uh, very traumatic a few weeks ago. And I've been dreading that we're going to have to face that lion again in a week or two. Right. And I'm realizing now it's because I'm. it was so horrific. <laughs> right, right. We went to give a talk. And man, at the end, uh, someone got up and just, you know uh said the worst not not you know about our talk it It was just so negative so uh mean-spirited and it kind of was like it was like if you had a great dinner somewhere and then a rotten cup of coffee at the end right right and it was some it was pretty much directed to me and ed in some anonymous way right right so i've been like even though everyone there, 90% of the people were coming up apologizing on that person's behalf, you know, that person is... Yeah, it, and
2: appreciating the talk.
3: And, yeah, appreciating and, everything and saying, I hope this didn't upset you guys. And Right. We got through it, and it was very positive, and we kept our game face on, and we didn't act uh, negatively at all. Right. But the thought of going back and facing it again has been like, oh, brother. Right. And you know what? Just as we were talking... I started practicing, wait a minute, what would I really love in this outcome? I got to throw so much love into that um, into that place that we're going to be talking about. Right. And, you know, when you do this, instead of, uh, instead of myself falling into, oh, boy, you know, how can we work around this, which is what we came up with some brainstorming ideas. But the thing that we could really do, and I'm going to do, because I just got a glimpse of that good feeling is I want to send so much love in there. That's what I've been saying, yes. And, in the, and, in the, and into that person. Yep. And what always happens, and this always happens, folks, because we're really working with the, the most powerful law in the universe, and that's the law of love. And, you know, there's that great three-word definition of God. God is love. That means wherever we send love in our thoughts, yes. to whoever we send love in our thoughts, God is now free through me to work, unrestricted un, like restricted through my mind. Yes, and really has the permission and from through my willingness to harmonize the situation because it's right. always working. Oh my
2: God! Not, uh, nothing false can stand that's in right. the face of that because that's the other thing. Metaphysics is based on all these teachers are based on the principle of that and Jesus stood for this as well, that there is no reality to evil.
3: Yes. And you know what I was thinking? This is what happens every single time you do this, and you could experiment with in your yeah. own life with whatever yes. it is. Either that person has some sort of miraculous personality transformation. Oh, yeah. Where all, all of a sudden, like, I'm doing uh, high kicks with them in, like, a Rockefeller Center right, right. Rockettes line. Yeah,
2: because you love them so much. <laughs> yeah,
3: Or... They end up not – they're no longer there or they don't show up that day. Yeah, and you know part
2: of it – Florence Goldbushin talks about this and um, Emmett Fox off the top of my head. But when we're willing to face the thing, like face it meaning opening up our heart, like you yes. said before, not flee, because it says a foolish man per- flee when there's no one no one pursuing them. Yes. That means we're running away when there's nothing even going on, right? Yes. So when we're willing to, like you just said, turn open our heart and turn toward that thing, that person, like you said, either they're going to transform or yes. d- dissolve. Yesterday when I was at a meeting, um, there was so much going on, and then I had a meeting on Zoom, and there was, it was the second one of the day for um, – you know, parents and staff regarding related to a student's progress and making goals and all of these things. And I did a good job, but there was so much going on. I was so tired, and uh, the the voice of doubt was inside me, and it felt so real. But I just we're practicing this show, so Dory, I just kept affirming. All I need is like the faith the size of a mustard seed. I, I started sending love to everybody on the Zoom. I had to run the meeting. It was my job to – excuse me. So I started blessing everyone, and I just went full on into it, right? And then it was going to be coming time for me to present my piece. And like I said, my brain was tired. I had been up for late the night before getting this stuff ready for – you know me. I I was at uh, at school for uh, – until 5 p.m. T- two, two days in a row, which is unheard of for me. So I was just like – but I just said I'm going to face it. I had just listened to Florence Govel Shin. I'm going to face it. I'm going to bless it. Whatever happens, it's going to come through me. And right when it came time for me to report and share these goals and share the information right. from these documents, the mother goes, uh, I'm a nurse and I have to leave here in seven minutes. So I apologize. Um, you know, so I'm just going to, no, it was like five minutes left, three to five minutes. And she's like, I got to go. And I said, Oh, do you have any questions about the, you know, because I had already sent her all the documents right. anyway. And she said, I don't have any questions. I just want to thank you for all the great work you're doing with my kid. And, I want to thank the whole team, and just like that, that thing that I was bewitched thinking that it was scary or hard, just whoom, was gone. The meeting was over. Not only did did the meeting disappear, but it ended with a blast of appreciation, which was the antithesis of what my brain was projecting what might happen. And because it happened in such an amazing unplanned way – yeah. It just boosted my yes. faith oh, yeah. in this stuff to yeah. a
3: new level. I told you about it immediately. This is, you know, I'm really enjoying the show because I feel high as a kite now about that upcoming talk. Yes. Where it's just... <laughs> Just yesterday, we were brainstorming about how can we work around this, you know, basically this bully. <laughs> and now yeah. I don't feel that at all. Well, yeah, because for me yesterday... And you know, and what that's, I was the thinking, yes. that's the key. That's the key. Feeling gets the demonstration. Yes. So now I'm getting excited knowing it's happening. Also, one last thing before you share No, this. go ahead. This is very important, too. I could either... This, this, should, this should help you use restraint and redirect towards love. Because this is the bottom line. Number one is... You cannot break the law. Meaning, right? What you give is what you get. Right. Or if you're using visualization, like you're imagining yourself, I'm going to tell that person off, and I'm, I'm not. I only am sharing this not because I'm assuming you do that, right? But because I catch myself <laughs> doing it. Yeah. And another way to put it is uh, like Geraldine from the Flip Wilson show: "What you see is what you get." Right. So I like what Emmett Fox. Makes it so clear that when I hear this in my head, it makes me. I, I want. I want to go along with it. And he right. says, "This you can have your indignation, right, or your demonstration. Right. So you can continue to be offended, and you will receive exactly what you're predicting in your mind, right. And continue to be indignant and right. offended, right. Or you could turn the other cheek and bless this thing." And send love and the thoughts of what would you really right. want to occur right. here, right. and have a demonstration. I want a demonstration.
2: Yeah, and it goes
3: from like even in this
2: person's case. For one, yesterday we came up with a, I thought we came up with a lot of creative solutions. Very so I really thought that and helped, positive, helped. and it helped the energy move along. And yes. I feel like sometimes a baby step like that can help taking some kind of as long as it's creative and not fear based, and. Second of all, though, the big money, what you were just saying really hit me is now it's like when I'm in my power, yes. I'm not worried some person who's in I fear what they're going to say, <laughs> that, that doesn't even bother me at all. I send love to them, uh, forgive them for they know not what they do.
3: And now we're both so excited to see how this going to transpire know. that now we're both, you're probably looking forward to two. And now it goes along with that where two or more are gathered, meaning where two people agree. Now, this works either way, too, because you cannot break the law. Right, right. If you get together with someone and start grumbling, well, man, you are really putting power in something that you do not want. Yes. But when two of us now are, I could already feel it in my belly, looking forward to go, ooh, I wonder in what wonderful, loving, surprising way God is going to make this whole thing transpire for the best of everyone.
2: Yeah. Well, remember, last Friday, I told you. I was in the shower, and I said, we need to act as if this is already done. Yes. And then that next day, this is a secret for all you sensitive folks like us out there. The very next day, there's someone else who speaks there at the same place. Yes. And they're more of like a pusher, shover, like get their way kind of a person with all due respect. But they were very vocal about the situation. So if you're a sensitive type and you're not the type that wants to like – Uh, make confrontation, because forget this whole thing, oh, I avoid confrontation. Confrontation is not necessarily part of life. There's other ways to get things done, besides. but there's other people out there who love confrontations, and don't be surprised if they're already confronting people about the very thing you're concerned with. And I, the real high part for me today was related to the show. I have one student who's kind of outside the box, leaves class, to be honest, yesterday there was a small wooden dry erase marker. Uh, no, a dry eraser. I don't know why they made this thing out of wood. It's about a half an inch thick, and it's about two and a half inches by an inch and a half rectangle. And he might have chucked it at the uh, <laughs> 80-year-old, 80-year-old teacher. Year old su- substitute teacher, and there might have been a little mark. And, in so, the
3: center of her forehead. He hit her right between the eyes with this thing.
2: Yeah, so I'm, I was starting to get caught up in the two or more gathered to almost affirm that this kid is a trouble, and it's there's no hope, but Yesterday I happened to stumble – it was like – that place is like a police precinct. The captain or the principal was in her office and talking to two other people, from, teachers from the team. And I listened and the guy who used to work with this student who had success was there. And he shared all of the things that worked for him. Nice. And I was so tired I barely even could function. But when I woke up this morning, it's like a light bulb went off. Bing! I said, I have to be the voice now that says this is going to be done that this kid's not going to have these issues anymore. Yeah. I'm going to implement everything he told me, and I know it's going to work. Yes. that was the thing. He just reminded me of what I know works. But I had been losing touch with it because I had been getting caught up in the grumbling. Yes. And the self-pity that people – and I don't blame anyone. But I came in there like a pistol today. I implemented all these things. And yesterday, literally, he probably had five incidents of people claiming, oh, he pushed me. He did this. Today, zero. We had the best day it was a success and I because I claimed it. I woke up from the spell yes. and I claimed my power and I was in a solution-oriented state of mind. I poured love on this kid. We had the best time. Oh, and the miracle was the thing that he loved working for all day was a box of magnets that I had on my desk that I didn't even realize was there. He found it and was like, wow, can I work for this? And it motivated him for the whole day to work
3: for those magnets. <laughs> well, wait a minute. We should wrap up this segment with our one of our favorite. Uh,
2: yeah, then we can do those quick readings and get out of here. Affirmations. Okay. Which okay. reading do we have? We got Cohen and then we got this great. Oh, one. yeah. Perfect.
3: Okay, let's do it. Let's you take ready? Take
2: a deep breath. Uh, ah. I cast aside dread.
3: The wicked witch is dead. Ah. ah. I cast aside dread. The wicked witch is dead. Ah. I cast aside dread.
2: The wicked witch is dead. Ah.
3: All right, I have two lines from one of the books we read from in the morning, and it's uh, A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. This is from September 18th.
2: Hopefully those angels had time to sing. We'll see this time. Yes.
3: Uh, Okay. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, this is it. So it says, We fuel the upsets of life by getting into the ring and battling them. If you just keep moving toward your chosen destiny— any worldly difficulty will eventually drop away. Yes. You are bigger than anything that bothers you. Right. So pay as little attention as possible to your troubles and as much attention as possible to your dreams. That's awesome. And that goes right into
2: this Thoughts for a Friend by Foster McClellan, a Unity author. He says it's called continual recognition. True prayer is a continual recognition that all is good. It's really simple, isn't it? But it is the truth. All is good for all is God, which is where God's spell or gospel comes from, right? That's what you're saying earlier. Yeah. God is the truth and God is good. Everything that appears to be other than good is a lie. Have we been believing in something other than good in our life? If we have, my friend, we have been believing a lie instead of believing the truth of our being. Sickness, want, poverty, and fear are not of God. They are not the truth. They're false appearances. The truth is that you and I inwardly know that all is good through prayer. True prayer, continual recognition that all is good. It's good to know this, isn't it? It sure is. All right, well, coming up next, mystic pizza man David Nelson shares the recipe for good fortune with today's Daily Word Trust. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio.
3: Welcome to the second segment of this episode of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, The Wicked Witch is Dead, with our guest David Nelson. Oh, wow. He's coming up in just a moment. First, a quick reading from A Year of
2: Miracles.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Daryl uh, added to
2: the cover These are some th- There are some men A hat won't help
3: He <laughs> changed the cover Yeah,
2: he changed the cover It says A Year from sorrow. Anyway
3: I <laughs> <laughs> almost read it
2: I know a day, And it looks great Day 280 It says On how blessed you are This is great Oh, it's a reflection On how blessed you are Nothing about your material circumstances has the power to stop the engine of cosmic intention that you be blessed. And you are blessed eternally, which means moment after moment after moment. In any instance, regardless of what has happened in the past, the universe has arranged and is continuing to arrange infinite possibilities for you to prosper. It might offend your sense of realism to believe this. Surely things can't be that good, and yet they are. The universe is programmed to manifest through you the highest possibilities for your creativity and joy, and that will never, ever change. God is intent on your deliverance from all forms of bondage to the freedom of unlimited love.
3: You know what a coincidence that was a reading from today, the day we're recording this whoa, show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So now, Ed, yeah. don't you want to thank our most important people on our show? yes we want to thank our listeners that's right um if you want to write us you could send actual real mail to funniest thing p.o box 1312 culver city california 90232 we got a wonderful um contribution to the show a tithe and a, a beautiful note from a fan uh, Catherine powell thank you very much to our p.o box yeah, so you if, can, I can
2: find, if I can find the letter, I'll read okay. it
3: somewhere in this bag. He's digging in his bag. I'll go on with uh, letting our friends know that you could also send us a quick email through our website, DarylNed.com. Just click on the contact tab, and it will instantly open up your email uh, browser, I guess it's called, and you'll be able to shoot us an email directly, and we read and, and respond to all our emails and letters. Actually, it's us, because this whole thing is only us. Yes. It's true what you hear at the end, that we actually pay for the privilege to do this show. It's our avocation, not our vocation. That's right. That's right. Um, also, a shout out to the prayer line, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. It's, it's been around for over 125 years. It's, wow. it's a non-denominational prayer line. And if you call them, or you could use the you pray app, the letter U, the word pray, and you could send them a text of your prayer request, or you could call them like we do. And like some of our, you've probably heard, if you're a listener or a fan of the show, you probably even heard some of our guests have used Silent Unity. And it really, good, it really is good about breaking you out of the, the spell of negativity that sometimes is so hard to get out of. Just making that call, starts to, like you said earlier, it starts to turn the ship towards the the destination we want to get to. Yes. Also, we always thank the one person that has listened to every single episode, whether he liked it or not. Right. Our chief audio engineer, Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort comfort zone. zone. Yeah. And another one of the things we both use, and uh, you can too. It's also what kicks off the the topic of each week's show. That's the Daily Word. I've been a subscriber since 1986. Yes. And uh, I continue to get it. You could subscribe yourself, get the paper copy sent to your house, or the digital copy on your phone, or... You can just go to dailyword.com and read today's Daily Word absolutely for free. It's also available on our uh, homepage for free every day. Right. And just a quick shout-out to Message of Hope. They
2: provide Daily Words for people who uh, are blind or who else? Hearing impaired also, right, in in institutions and – Different places and uh, in Spanish as well. So uh, our man Chico wanted us to make sure we shout them out because they do such good work to make sure people get copies of the Daily Word. And the Daily Word is was made was created so that people could have the same type of spiritual practice that people had in monasteries or in different religious traditions where they had some daily practice to drop into this truth so yes. that they would no longer be – bewitched or under wicked, under the spell right. of their own fears, doubts, and worries, because the only way to really snap out of it is to practice it.
3: Yeah, and it actually, it was also thought that by doing this on a regular basis, right. it increases your prayer power. Oh, it sure does, because the only way to
2: increase your belief is to tap into yes. it directly on a regular basis, then, because it goes from belief to, and faith to knowing, deepening in the knowing. And, and All right, so our friend who's with us today... Uh, also practices these
3: types of things. We actually mentioned him on a show a while back. Oh my god, we, we were raving sto- about him because well, we told the story about how we were uh, we were have uh, we were we were actually under a, a mild spell that yeah. wasn't particularly good on our way into the local bookstore, the Village Well, The Village Well, yeah. And uh, we saw our guest there, David, and That's right. It was the pizza that. Uh,
2: it changed our lives.
3: It sure did. David, how are you doing? Pizza. Peace,
4: love, and pizza, guys. Peace, love, and pizza.
3: Yeah, <laughs> man. So we have our
2: friend David Nelson here. What's the name of your um, pizza operation, which I know you do for love of the game?
4: Yeah, that's called Mambo Pizzeria.
2: Mambo. And is that where they find you on Instagram, at Mambo Pizzeria, or?
4: At, at Mambo underscore pizzeria is where you'd find me on oh,
2: Instagram. Oh, man. You're going to love doing that because uh, the pizza is so darn delicious. It actually brought our friend Stephen Tom Thorpe to tears when he first took the first bite. Remember that?
3: Well, yeah. We thought we were just going to split one, and we ended up buying four.
2: Yeah. <laughs> my, pe- my, my pizza breaks spells, man. That's, that's It so sure tra- does. Oh.
3: Well, and then it got even more uh, crazy. When we were sitting with David at the same village well, and we just started chit chatting and and I don't know how the topic came oh, up. I know how it happened because yeah,
2: but- i i was not I was very under the bewitched that day. I was having a lot of trouble finding my inspiration, and I walked to the restroom and I just heard this like voice within me you know I, I, I practice this stuff daily, so it's not like you know it started speaking from the bookshelf, but from within me I just said. Like, listen for the voice of God. You'll hear it. You know, like, get just listen for that new thought, that inspired thought, and you'll hear it. So then I came back and sat at the table, and David asked about the
3: podcast. And yes. instead of
2: lying or feeling uncomfortable, or I said— Or watering
3: I was a, it down, because, yeah. you know, we're—because sometimes you've—you know, I don't know why me and Ed get this strange feeling right, of— Right, We well, get bewitched. We get bewitched and think, well, are people going to think we're loons
2: Right. <laughs> Instead, we actually admitted what the show is about, practical spirituality, new thought, and this. And then the conversation just lit up, um, and we're,
3: now here we are. And David was like, that's what I'm all about, man. And we were like, no way. And we were sharing things with each other that we all you know, we all practice in our own way. And it was really an inspired talk. And Ed and I were like, oh, my God. Who knew? I mean, isn't it? I mean, David, what do you think about all this? Plus, you've been listening for the first half of the uh, episode. We always like to hear if anything popped into your head or stuck out or that you have, you know, you feel uh, compelled to to expound on. Please do so now.
4: Yeah, sure. Yeah, that was a great day when we reconnected at Village Well, because you guys told me about the podcast and you told me about your I would say kind of transformational experience, you know, that you guys were, as you said, maybe under a little bit of a spell, feeling a little negativity or pity. I think you were feeling, you weren't, you weren't sure like, oh, yes. you know, if, if this guy could make it or not. And then, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. yeah, and then, and then you found out that like, I was doing this for my passion and my love mm-hmm. of it. And then you tasted the pizza and loved it. And you guys shared all that with me and mentioned that you were talking about me on your podcast. I asked you what the podcast was about, and uh, yeah, Ed, you're right. You're like, I'm just going to tell you, and you told me it was a spiritual podcast. I'm a spiritual seeker. I have been my whole life. Um, You know, I happen to have the good fortune to study under my rabbi. I'm Jewish, so my that's where my tradition is. But um, see myself as more of a mystic, like you said, or into mysticism, and uh, and that's what I study. So, like when you guys invited me on, I thought, let's talk pizza and mysticism. Let's do it.
3: And um, is it true that your rabbi was an ex-Marine? Uh,
4: my rabbi is an ex-Marine, a black belt in jiu-jitsu, a doctor in religious studies and uh, cognitive psychology.
3: Wow. Wow. He's going to beat this into you one way or another. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, so, you know. You brought it up, man. You said discipline, right? And you were talking about the positive side of discipline. Yes. Um, right. That's a big, that's a big part of it, honestly, you know, and, and the, and the training, you know, train training every day. Yes. Yeah, you don't, you know, you know, so I, am I'm with you on that. So that, those are some of the things that resonated in, in the first half of the show where, you know, talking about the discipline and the daily practice of this stuff because you can get knocked off balance pretty easily. And if you're not in training, then you will you will get knocked off but if you're training you're ready for it um so yeah so that was one thing and then the other thing like uh for me that equates with uh my love of pizza <laughs>
1: right
4: and spirituality is to slow down yeah slow down and you got to be slow when you make good pizza dough <laughs> you got to be slow when you make your decisions in life i think
3: this is really uh great um and I, I, didn't, I didn't mean anything negative about beating it into you. What, I, what, what, it, what it really was I was trying to allude to is, isn't it ironic how these guys, because the guys who really um, turned me on to this, the, 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 the most sensitive yet um, firm and loving, I should say, and kind, like, happened to be the people if you just looked at who they were or where they came from, you go, oh, you know, he's a, you know, Marine. Because it was Marines and guys in the military when I was in the military who, you know, were like the type of guys I thought I could never be. They seem, these are the real heroes, you know what I mean? But yet these guys were telling me, no, 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 Daryl, you don't fight your way, through, you don't slug your way through life. Right. That it, you got to love your way through life. You got to be vulnerable to have power. You can't be defending yourself and have power at the same time. And they also uh, drove home, like you were saying, too, about um, being in training. And it was nice to hear it this way because then it sounded like something I could do. Because, you know, when you hear spirituality and pray every day, you're like, what well, is that going to work? Especially when I was first introduced to this, what is it? But they said it so clearly. They said, Daryl, Your spiritual muscle is like any other muscle, and if you exercise it every day by just taking the time when you upon awakening to commit to you know doing however you do it you know reading some spiritual books, not jumping out of bed and racing into your miserable day, but doing like you said, David, slowing down, you know, letting all those thoughts that I wake up with just start to. You know, they just start to dissipate, and then the the things I'm reading in these books are always, you know, godlike. They're always inspiring. They're always hopeful. They're always positive. And now my mind starts to feel healthy, and I start to feel feelings of enthusiasm and hope instead of "oh, I got to get out there," and you know what I mean. And then, and then it grows.
4: I hear you. I mean. The thing that we have to account for is that Wicked Witch, right? Yes. <laughs> because that Wicked Witch is there in the morning, too, when you you're did. Waking Well, up. You, of course. <laughs> and, um, you know, so maybe before you take a drink of water, you got to spill the water onto the Wicked Witch and quiet that voice. Yes. And then, and then, and then um, you know, move on from there. So that's, that's a big part of it.
3: Yeah, the other day, I mean, I catch myself a lot going, no, Daryl. No. Like, I'll catch myself starting to think those wicked thoughts. Right, right. You know, whether it's complaining about something I noticed that my wife didn't put away or something. It could be anything, right? I go, no, no, no. And then the other day, I had a really healthy one I was telling Ed about in regards to a lot of things that are going on that seem out of my control as far as really believing that if I take care of my inner self and only send love to this situation, I started to go, oh, does this stuff really work? But as the showers, I was having that thought, is this stuff for real? Even right, though I've, right. I've experienced it, its results for years, and I had to tell myself, Daryl, either this works or it's all garbage. So it's either, so later on in the day, I said, Ed, it's got to be believe it or not. And when I do it that way and I, like, commit... To believe it, oh man, it's amazing how my mind and heart, jo- like, seem to naturally want to go in that belief.
2: Nice, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Are there things that you do every day, David, to um, when you talk about training? What what does what training in the spiritual world look like for you?
4: Uh, yeah, so yeah, I have a daily practice. Um, uh, that that involves you know reading some inspirational things it could be poetry uh, and um and and physic physicality i like to i like to walk in the morning and get my mm-hmm. thoughts together and think think through uh the different aspects of things going on in my life and that so that right. i you know so to the point i was making earlier so that i don't go to some kind of lower ego state but i actually try and tap into like my higher self or something that's more divine right. and how I want to be, how I want to live according yes. to my values. So, yes. um, yeah. So that thing where, you know, you get shaken from something that occurred, you know, some kind of, you know, somebody does something, whether they criticize you after a talk or they, uh, you know, leave something on the counter that they weren't supposed to leave. You don't react immediately from right. some lower place, you know? So this is where yeah you know, this is where I was reading some some of the things that you guys spoke about about you know feeling better and and you know and feeling happy and you know I think I think there's a there's some truth in that and there's some value in that and then there's another side which is um you know feeling your feelings but not necessarily acting on your feelings right. so you might feel something but you know um it may not be the guiding principle in your life just because you feel it so i walk in the mornings. i take these long walks and think through my feelings and process them and yes uh, yeah i can behave the way i want in the day
2: right yeah that's that's so an excellent walk, walking point meditation i guess yeah so we, we we refer to like the 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 pit one pitfall when hearing things that we say might um uh, be that you think that that uh, that someone might think that we pack the musket and don't pretend that and, and pretend that we don't have Fears, doubts, and worries, or what you were calling or frustration it, like lower or grumbling. Yeah, we that's exactly why we practice these things. And you know what? I have just like last night, I had to no, two nights ago, and I, well, I had a meeting yesterday, and I had to prepare a one like I had been doing, going and going, I had one last thing to prepare. And the part of me was so burnt out and it felt so difficult. And my cat even sat on my lip, lap and knew I was stressed, was trying to like massage my stomach with its front paws. <laughs> and even that was like irritating me. So what I had to do was I knew like, okay, I'm not going to be able to push through this. It's not wise to get this done. Yes. So I got up and I no one was home, thankfully. So I just gave that frustration a voice. I started out loud just like venting and I listened to that part of me, and I realized, okay, I appreciate the fact that you're tired. You've been working and working, like, and you need downtime. Like, and I took a shower, and I ate something, and I, I, I like you, like you. I reflected on what needed to be done. I put it back into its proper place in my mind, and I just started. Right, I did one thing at a time, and like within it took maybe took thirty to forty five minutes. But literally when I was done, I I was energized. I wasn't yes. burnt out. And, yes. I, and it seemed like no time had passed. And yes. I told my wife, but but it was because I took that time to tend to, like you said, that yes. and didn't let that lower state of, I just got to get this
3: thing done. And I oh. I
2: actually took into account how many other people on my team were working on my behalf as well. And on the – you know what I mean? I, I brought sure. in my perspective and it took – me stepping away and applying some principles and, you know, reflecting like you said. And I was so much better for it. Oh, that's great. That's a great story. I love that. You pushed push through it. It's great. Yeah. And I didn't – I moved through it without dry, without trying to just – push the accelerator while the e-brake was on, because it's like my e-brake was on, you know? Yeah. And I needed to do something to release the e-brake, because otherwise it would have taken an inordinate amount of energy to do something that didn't require that much energy.
3: The amazing thing is, isn't it amazing, though, how every time we, like, something that feels so bad to do, and then we, we just pull away from it and don't try to push through or label ourselves as incompetent or start going into self-pity. Yes, yes. but Because every time I back off, and now I just back off. You know, I've learned like you, Ed. I I don't try to push through. I just say, okay, these bills and figuring out how to do this particular thing is not supposed to be getting done right now. And then I'll go just do something else. And the thing... That I was struggling with, like you, just a few hours earlier. It doesn't mean I'm blowing it off and procrastinating because my mind knows that it needs to get it done, you know, responsible.
2: Right. But right. it
3: needs to actually apply what that word responsible, the etymology of the word responsible, where it originally came from, you know, its origins in Greek and then Latin, which is the ability to respond. From spirit, Mm -hmm. rather than this is being responsible. And every time I take that step back and have a cup of coffee, take my dog Gidget for a long walk, you know, I come back and I go just like you had. I go, I'm just going to begin. I'm just going to do this little piece of it. And what happens? You can do it. Yeah.
4: So as as you know, as a Jew studying mysticism, kabbalistic thought things like that we're very aware of a negative impulse in each of us we, we have a name for it. we call it the yetzer hurrah or the shape of an of a negative urge and that voice is really working against you so it's saying you know you can't do it or don't yeah, do it now right. or you're not good enough to do it. it's not going to be good and the fact that we have to deal with that negative voice, and I feel like you guys were calling it, you know, the wicked witch is, is within us, you know, yes. um, it's something that's very real in our, our psyche yeah, and, or somewhere, and we have to deal with it. So if you can, you know, if you can deal with it by walking away and coming back and it's not there when you come back, beautiful. Uh, sometimes it can be even stronger than that. <laughs> and you have to like, you know, I love what Ed did. He kind of gave it a voice and let it talk. You know, hear what it has to say, right. you know, and then I mean, process it that way. That's great.
2: All right. Do you have the daily word? The show is flying by. Um, if you do.
4: Oh, yeah. Trust, right?
2: Yeah. Would you mind reading that for us?
4: Uh, yeah. It says, in all things, I put my trust in God. Few things are as comforting as being able to trust completely. Trust means I can relax knowing I will be supported on my journey When I trust, I feel comfortable trying new things and taking chances, believing that if I trip, I'll have help getting up again. I have known trust with some of my family, favorite teachers, colleagues, and friends. I treasure their encouraging words and steadfast presence that helped me grow into the person I am today. But even as people have come and gone, God within me and all around me has remained the steadfast, most enduring presence I am no longer troubled by the changing world and the impermanence of things because I trust God is always with me. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him, my heart trusts. Beautiful. That's that's the word you sent me.
2: Well, on that note, buddy, w- let everyone know where they can find your pizza again. On the It's on Instagram, right? That's the best way to follow you? Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's mambo, like the dance, mambo, M-A-M-B-O underscore pizzeria, P-I-Z-Z-E-R-I-A. And uh, yeah, I do pop ups occasionally around Culver City and around LA. So uh, yeah, look for me there, and you'll see when I'm doing a pop up, and
2: it can transform you as well. (laughs) All right, well, hang on for a second. We got a quick one here.
3: What what is that? Yeah, yeah, well, before David goes, did did you know that David Nelson has always been a hipster ahead of his time? What do you mean, really? Yeah, when he was a kid, he was invited to a pizza party, and he burned the whole roof of his mouth on a slice of pizza. All right. Well, how does that make him a hipster? It's obvious. He ate that pizza way before it was cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here comes, <laughs> here comes Enzo, the FedEx feline, with some mail from Vonnie Wayne in British Columbia. Hello, Daryl and Ed. On Saturdays, I quite often listen to the latest Funniest Thing podcast, and I'm, as I'm doing now. Somehow you guys talk about the most apropos concerns for me. This week, I was really backed into a corner. You likely both know the feeling when you realize your life has to change, but you know it's got to be spirit-informed change. I was waiting for the insight in these last few days, and boom, today it landed. Don't be hell-bent. You're heaven-sent. Be the light and love of God. Speak without blame, but with the authority that Spirit gives. And I know it's always kind. That's my paraphrase of the essence of your chat with Will Rubio. Guys, I wish you could see me sitting here nodding my head saying, Yes, I can't believe you just said that. Thanks so much for being yourselves. There have been a lot of us out here in Hinterland, just like in the early days of Silent Unity when all those isolated folks were praying at 9 o'clock after milking the cows or sitting by their radios trying to get good reception for the Silent Unity broadcast from Unity School of Practical Christianity in Kansas City. They must have been like me, getting enough spirit-filled guidance from the program, then knowing just what to do. I bet Myrtle and Charles are so pleased as punch with you guys. We we'll love you guys, Bonnie from British Columbia.
3: Oh, look who it is! It's the Scarecrow from oh, MGM sing Studios. Us out, buddy, sing us out! I could while away the yeah, hours, hours. conferring show. with the flowers, Trust consulting me. with the rain. And my head, I I'd be scratching. Well, my, my thoughts, thoughts are, are busy hatching. If I only had a brain. brain. Visit Daryl to find easy links to everything we do. And, oh, and as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online. With your thoughts, you'll be a thinking. You could be <laughs>
2: another Lincoln <laughs> if we only had a brain.
1: Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better than expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.
3: Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.